Welcome to Insects for Dummies, a podcast covering various topics about the six-legged animals that live among us. I'm your host, Mitchell Logan, and today we are going to talk about bees. First off, bees are a class of insects known as pollinators. As you might know, that means they are the cupids to our flowered friends and food crops fertilizing them and keeping our world green. Of course, there are other insects that do this as well, like butterflies and moths. Even some birds and geckos can be pollinators. Now you might be thinking, okay, we have all these animals that can pollinate, so what's the deal with bees? I'm here as a certified entomologist to tell you that bees by design are extremely efficient at the job. Worker bees target many flowers in one trip, as opposed to only stopping at a few for food. Their job is literally to collect as much pollen as possible and bring it back to the hive. At the hive, this pollen is used to feed baby bees or larvae. What's really cool is that a bee can carry up to half her weight in pollen on her legs. And as she collects more and more, she pollinates many flowers on the job. She's literally killing two birds with one stone by collecting food and ensuring she'll continue to have more food in the future by fertilizing plants. And yes, I refer to these worker bees as females because all worker bees are in fact female. Male bees or drones don't do any actual work outside the hive. Their only purpose is to mate with the queen Seriously, they cannot do anything else. They don't even have stingers. They just sit around waiting until the hive needs new workers. It's literally the nightmare world Cartman was afraid of in season 20 of South Park. Now, speaking of not all bees are created equal, different species of bees are better suited for different species of flowers. For example, Garden bumblebees are great for deep pollinating due to their longer tongue, or proboscis, and honeybees are better for pollinating more shallow flowers. What's more interesting though is that many species of bees don't actually have a hive or a queen. They live a solitary life. In fact, a majority of the native bees in America are solitary, and none of them produce honey. Honeybees, for the most part, came from South and Southeast Asia, except for one species from Europe. This European species was brought to America by colonists in 1620 for wax and sugar. There was a point in time when North America did indeed have a native honeybee, at least 14 million years ago, as discovered by a fossilized honeybee in Nevada. But at that point in time, the Americas weren't exactly a thing. So I guess it's up to you to decide if it should be dubbed a native. Bees that have hives, like honeybees, are social insects, which means they are capable of complex communication and learning. They can recognize their colleagues, their jobs, and can even communicate via symbols and patterns. Some species of bees are actually smarter than many mammals. Did you know, for example, you can teach a honeybee to do tricks for rewards? Go ahead and give it a Google. However, before you start thinking of native bees as inferior, 
you should know that native bees are much better at pollinating flowers in their home countries, better than honeybees, because this is where they were able to co-evolve. Honeybees are not the best bees to use for pollinating in the Americas, for example, even though they're the most widely used. That being said, I want to focus on honeybees for just a minute because there's some really interesting facts about their usage. Turns out, people have been beekeeping since ancient times. In fact, bees are in Egyptian hieroglyphics dating back to 2400 BCE. Now that stands for Before Common Era. In ancient Egypt, honeybees were kept in pottery vessels and woven straw baskets called skeps. These were not long-term solutions for acquiring honey, however, because they need to be broken to gather the goods. Honey was used as a natural sweetener and also to embalm the dead. Jars of honey have even been found in the tombs of pharaohs, like Tutankhamun. More recently, research from 6,400 clay pots made by Neolithic farmers revealed that collecting honey and wax from bees was happening 9,000 years ago. Farmers from Central Europe are now known to have been using honeybee wax in pottery as far back as 5,000 BCE. Another really cool fact about bees is that at the start of their evolution, they were not pollinators. They were actually predators, just like wasps. The first record of bees come from insects fossilized in tree sap or amber, and these date back over 100 million years ago. Now that we've gone through a brief debriefing on what a bee is and their history, let's talk real quick about how useful they are to us in the present day. Bees have been on the decline in recent years due to habitat loss, global warming, pesticide usage, and deadly mites. And there's been a lot of talk about what that means and if we really need bees. The truth is that bees are responsible for pollinating 90% of the world's nutrition. Grains are primarily pollinated by wind, but fruits, vegetables, and nuts are all pollinated by bees and their allies. In America, pollination by bees contributes around $15 billion into the economy every year. Bees even go on road trips, touring cross-country to pollinate farms. Maybe one day, I can go on tour too. Until then, I'll see you on the pod. Thanks for listening to this episode of Insects for Dummies. Intro and exit music was created by me, and you can find more chill music through your favorite streaming platforms under Mitchell Logan. If you're a fan so far, please rate and leave a review. It really helps the show. You can also visit the IG page at Insects for Dummies. That's Insects number four dummies. Or send a listener email at insectsfordummies at gmail.com. That's insects, F-O-R, dummies at gmail.com. I'll see you soon.